0: It's so weird how Nicole and I always go through the same things at the same time. So, of course, both of our relationships just ended. Nicole and Danny broke up three weeks ago, and Steve dumped me last week. Or seven days, nine hours, and twenty-three minutes ago. Not that I'm counting. Before Danny, she was seeing this guy, Jared, and Jared dumped her so hard she wouldn't get out of bed— so I would go over to her place after school with all her favorite snacks. Butterscotch crimpets, which you can only get at this one deli nowhere near either of our neighborhoods, lemon heads, Candy Section Middle Shelf Rite Aid, Entenmann's Ultimate Crumb Cake, available everywhere, chocolate-covered cherries, strictly Godiva, no discount type allowed. Nicole was totally destroyed. And then one day she decided that she was completely over Jared, and she started dating Danny the next day. Nicole thinks the same thing will happen to me, that once I start liking someone else, this will all go away. But I'm still in love with Steve, and I'll never feel this way about anyone else. He just needs me to remind him of what he had. Has. Don't you think I can get him back? I panic. No, it's just... Why would you want to after what he did? Because I still love him. You can't just turn love off. You still feel it. But that'll go away and... But I don't want it to go away, I interrupt. I want to be with him. Hello, sexy ladies, Sheila says. Hey, I go. Nicole's like, where's Brad? He's coming later. I'm going up to see the pool. Want to come with? Sure, I tell her. I assume Nicole will also come, but then I notice her watching Danny, who's walking over here. Let's go. Sheila's talking about Brad and this problem they're having, but I'm not being a good friend. I manage to steer the conversation back to me and Steve, By doing one of those sorry-ass moves where you take something the other person just said and go, oh yeah, that's just like what happened with me when... when really, the two things aren't even related. You're just using it as an excuse to talk about yourself more. I want to get Sheila's advice, so I'm about to tell her about the whole Steve dilemma when I notice Joni. She's standing really close to our lounge chairs. Too close all pretending not to listen when it's totally obvious that she's majorly listening the conversation shifts back to sheila's stuff i don't say anything else about steve i don't really need the whole school knowing my business the first thing i do when i get home is zoom to my room to check my messages and email snick snick follows me in i close my door and peek at the answering machine the red light stares back at me defiantly, not blinking. There's nothing on my cell either. I press the start button on my iBook and go to the closet. I take out a soft white tank top and pink pajama bottoms from my dresser. I watch my screensaver of Topher Grace come on while I change. James always teases me about it whenever he comes over. He's all like, Where's the screensaver of me? I click my Gmail widget and see that I have five new messages. I get this adrenaline rush of anticipation. But none of them are from Steve. I can't wait anymore. If I wait around for him to realize how lame he's being, I'll probably be waiting forever. I click on Compose Mail. Here's what I write. To Steve, Rich the Copy Guy. Subject, Us. Steve. I just have to tell you that I don't know how to do this. I still have feelings for you, and I think... I click the discard button. I start again. Steve. I've written this email a thousand times in my head. All different versions. Trying to think of the right words that will make you come back to me. I never stopped loving you. I click discard. I start again. Steve. How's it going? I thought I would see you at Keith's party tonight, but no. Were you there? It was fun times, as usual. So I was wondering if... This card. Again. Steve. Can you just tell me why you did this? I don't send that one, either.